in Podcast Detroit, recording live. Prepare yourself for a hoppy drive. If you're chilling at home, pop that crowler and just kick back for the next two hours. It's the end of the week, so here's to the weekend. It's Better on Draft with Rob, Matt, Nick, and Ken. And we are live ish in the podcast Detroit studios. Welcome everyone to Better on Draft episode 152. Uh, I am Robert. Ken is off this week. And magically, I have reappeared after roughly a, uh, what was it? About, about, a, hiatus? about a three hour hiatus. Has it been three, three or three weeks? Three yeah, weeks, almost three weeks, Sounds almost a month. Like a three week tour seems seems that way. I, I'm pretty sure nobody was was ever looking for me because because most people are not really concerned where I am. I didn't really uh, except except for you guys, which which I truly appreciate because um, we put you on the milk carton and we found you. Yeah, yeah, they Actually, found me. We, we put you on a beer case and we found you. Um, but I guess publicly, what I, I really wanted to do was to uh, thank everybody for for all of their well wishes and everything that was going on. For those who did not know. Uh, sadly, a couple weeks ago, my mother passed away, and it was uh, was a difficult time. It still is a difficult time, but um, it is it is definitely good to be back uh, here on the show and uh, and hanging out with you guys and drinking some beer. Yeah, so definitely. So we'll just kind of do our usual as Ken usually does and go around the table. Matt, how you doing? I almost called you Ken. How <laughs> blasphemous would that have been? Um, that would have been. Uh, uh, an issue with pigmentation. Do- other than other than that, I'm, I'm Do- not. Doctor Bear, I am doing well. I've got my uh, <laughs> my standard diet Verners here and and a bottle of water, and we're we're gonna go strong. I'm waiting for a little bit of crackage of the growling over here. Uh, we'll, I see. Uh, we'll see what's going on. What, okay. What are you uh, What are you sipping on? Um, right now I am sipping on. I think it's uh, the thing that um. That Nick poured over here. The molten mirrors from Three Floyds. Molten mirrors from Three Floyds. It is definitely um, Cezanne, uh <laughs> with without a doubt. Is he, he said that earlier, and I was just kind of thinking about it. It is it yeasty, is yeasty without a doubt. I'm I'm not sure, and uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just not down with Three Floyds. No? I'm, I'm not. I I didn't understand the hype with zombie dust. I I just you didn't get it fresh enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You got yeah. too many hours after the release. Here, you want you want some like old zombie dust then? Because this is old. I mean, I might it have might, to, it might change your mind. I, I might have to go Ken on the IPAs and just like you know give me a give me a zombie dust. It's about two years old. I might actually like it. Just well, drink it. Two years, but it's. Uh, I'll tell you. Maybe they'll put a nipple under the tap so people can just come suckle on under the nipple. They might as well because I mean everybody always complains about how f- how not fresh it is. About nine months. And ugh, nine months. Oh, well, you know yeah. that's a gestationable beer it, exactly yeah. <laughs> speaking oh, of gestation nick nick hi how you doing what's going on <laughs> no nick isn't pregnant yet <laughs> nick is pregnant okay enough of that you know your baby's gonna come out just about as tall as you though oh damn already just god man sucks i mean th- through all the technical difficulties he still decided he was going to save that one and, and break that out you you are you are Truly, truly, still the one and only Matt Bush. You are one of one. You you cannot be replaced. Thank you, thank you. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. very kind of you. <laughs> All right, and we do have some guests in the studio. We do. I will start with the person immediately on my left. If you can introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going? Oh, Patrick. Oh, you might want to get. He's got to turn. I'm, I'm figuring out now. Which, which mic you're on. There we go. Three. Hey, there, there we go. go. Three. 
Hey, how's it going? I'm Patrick from 734 Brewing. Hey, Patrick. Ypsilanti. And Ipsy. And you, sir. I'm Brian Jones Chance from 734 Brewing. And Ipsy. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the pause is awesome. So, Patrick, Brian from 734 Brewing. Patrick, let's start with you. What is your role at 734? Uh, I am the CEO and, I guess, founder, if you want to call it that. CEO and, found, patent, and founder, sort of. I'm the founder. founder. Yeah. <laughs> Partial founder. <laughs> Founder, okay. It, it was. It, this is all my fault. This yeah. is all. <laughs> so when 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 you decided so that you wanted to do something crazy, when did you, when? How long ago was that? Seven three four. When when did that come to mind? I started looking for a spot, um, probably twenty fifteen or so. so. So a little over a little over three years ago. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's about when I incorporated just to say, oh yes, I'm going to do something maybe someday. <laughs> and then about three years ago, or almost three years ago now, I finally found a place. Now, ha- has uh, brewing brewing has always been? You know, have you made like a hobby out of it, or like how did you get involved with beer? Oh uh, yeah, we. Uh, I actually was. I started brewing beer because I was trying to be cheap in college. <laughs> I wanted to make. Uh, I wanted to make soda. Uh, but, oh, but that's not cost effective. It turns out you don't, you don't you need headphones. You can be a modern. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's okay. I'll get used to it. Okay, <laughs> or I'll just mess with them all day. But um, <laughs> no, so you know, you you go out to the bar and you'd pay five dollars for a beer. Sure. And I was like, well, I can get I can make beer cheaper than that probably. So we went to the we went we, we went to Western together. Okay. Well, not together, but at the same time. Sure. Um, and uh, uh, so we were next to the Bell's General Store. We would go there, get ingredients, and we mm-hmm. made our first batch. Uh, I think it was in your basement. It was good. <laughs> was it good or was it just I'm too too uh, broke to be choosy good? <laughs> it was actually good. I think it was actually good. <laughs> I mean, given that we were trying to make pop. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you trying to make pop? Well, I just wanted to because I w- I'm cheap. Okay. <laughs> so you wanted to make everything. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this because, you know, I can maybe do it cheaper, but you, the, pop is pretty cheap as it is. <laughs> it's like 10 cents. <laughs> like, did you just go get the bags of syrup and just... No, I never, I never got that far because I was just pricing it out. And I was like, "Oh, this is pointless." So, Were you an accountant by chance? No, <laughs> just, uh, cheap and wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys study at Western? Music. Yeah, I was a music education major. Okay, music. Okay, okay. all right. What what hall did you stay in? Uh, we actually did we, not stay in a hall. We, we never were, lived on campus. Yeah, we actually <laughs> were roommates oh. our first year. We lived at the landing. What? Oh my goodness, know. Rob! You went to Western, did you? Second Harvey for life. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nerd. We did go well, to the dining hall a couple times. Only a handful of times. Okay. Uh, I went to Wayne State. I never, I never went to the cafeteria once. I went there for like did, some did overnight. They even have a cafeteria. Oh, yeah, State? dude, it's like it's people stay on campus. Okay, Con- contrary to what people think, there are people that stay on campus. I didn't even know there was like a dormitory until recently. They have yeah. multiple dormitories. Yeah. They have it like four or five of them. I've never. And they're renovating that. at least one or two of them right now. I I just thought it, everything's around there. You don't really need it. Like well, a no. I mean, they, well, they it's do, a commuter school. That's and I mean, is. they have an international program. So again, they, but even if you get a dorm at Wayne State, yeah. you're in the middle of Detroit. So there's a hundred restaurants, probably che- as cheap and close and, as. And now you have a queue line. So there you go. Yeah, you can closer, you go. go all over the place. So, so how long were you uh, homebrewing for before seven three four came to something like ten years? So about ten years. Yeah. Well, okay. was right. there like yeah. a? 
a light switch point or a batch that you brew that says, okay, I can, I should take this commercial? Uh, actually, it was my wife, I think. Uh, we used to, I used to, I was gradually building up to maybe doing it, but mm-hmm. when my wife became pregnant with our first, our first kid, mm-hmm. um, she was like, if you're going to do this, it's now or just forget about it. So, uh, <laughs> I feel a little bit of an ultimatum in there. <laughs> Were you teaching music somewhere? Uh, yeah, I, I teach still. Oh, you, oh, still, you still teach? Music. Yeah. Like, uh, like high school? High school band high school. and choir, yeah. Uh, can I ask where? Yeah, and uh, it's in Ypsilanti. It's in Ypsilanti? Okay, so, you, so all right, it's still local. Very and cool. So do, you, do your students know that you own a brewery? Most of the ones that I've had for a couple of years. No, <laughs> I try to keep it under wraps. Oh, sure, sure. Time. Yeah. No, we we've had a we've had a teacher or two on this. Show, uh, the the review crew. 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 Yeah. 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 And and they talked about you know some of the, some of their students, quote unquote, accidentally running into the podcast yeah. and finding out. Yeah. And it's like one of those things where it's like you know. Hopefully these kids don't try to befriend me too much, and all of a sudden yeah. think that you know they can just walk into this brewery and you know have something on me. Have your students tried to come into the brewery like before they were of age and like come on, like, maybe showed a, a fake ID and you're like, come on, you're you're like 19. I had you last. I year. have I have had a couple of graduates come and drink root beer, but they were 18, so they were allowed to be there. So now do you brew your own soda now? We we use a Sprecher syrup. Okay. So sort of. Kind of. We, we mix it up. <laughs> Is it cost efficient? <laughs> yes. So, so let's let's go back to the brewery. It's you as CEO founder. Now, how many other people joined in on this venture? So there was Brian and then our other friend from high school, Alex. So, so it sounds like all so three all three of you were really really close long before seven three four came as an idea. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty. Are cool. one of you seven, one of you three, and one of you four? No, that's just the area code. <laughs> <laughs> we were hoping that was more other than the area code. I mean, I, I kind of it was like when just seeing the brewery name, I was like that that I mean where they are in Ipsy, you know, yeah, seven three four. I mean, if there was another meeting, I was actually going to ask if well, there was another meeting so, to it. So there is a little bit. So like I I went to Western yeah. where there's a different area code. Yep. You know, and then I taught in Arizona for five years. Oh. And the whole time I kept the same cell phone number. And, uh, you know, like you would give out your cell phone number sure. to people and they would say, oh, 734, where's that? So it became like a small part of my identity, sort of. And it became like a point of pride, especially nice. when, you know, you meet people from random places and you could tell them about Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, especially in this industry where, you know, people come from all over the places. I mean, Austin Brothers, perfect example. They came from California. Now they, they shack up in uh, Alpina. Yeah. Alpina. Um, I mean, <laughs> most <laughs> random move possible. You, you I told my that. wife that story. She's like, "What?" You feel you feel better with uh, you know Jamex and them had pretty much relocated from San Diego area to you know your neck of the woods. San Clair, some San Clair. Hey, my, my neck of the woods is beautiful. Thank you very much. Mm, okay. There's yeah. a giant lake right next door. Yeah. Uh, Brian, so what is your role? At 734. I'm the chairman and the chief operating officer. Chairman, chief operating officer. So do you operate the brewery tanks or do you actually operate the, you know, dailies? The dailies. So I help the brewer manage production and pricing, marketing, and sales. So do you you, um, usually give like a lot of feedback or or input to the your head brewer or do you kind of let him do the make it autonomous where he's kind of running the the brewing well uh, do you guys have you guys kind of do it like 50 50 no she does her own thing and um um, the only input for me is usually uh, ordering quantities and making sure that we're brewing a brew time supply so if you know, a batch takes 18 days from start to finish. We just sure. make sure that uh, this sales 
that we're predicting, and we only brew 18 days worth of beer so that mm. we don't uh, run up inventory. Sure. Now, do you have a, a second job or a primary job as well? or do you? Yeah, work? I sell commercial real estate. Oh, there you go. Oh, well, that's man, how, there that's you go, Matt. The, that's how we got the location. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 two realtors sh- sitting at the table over there. So that, that's kind of one of the things that, that I've always kind of seen is as far as the local breweries with now with you guys, um, with like Easter Market Brewing, um, that it, it's always kind of a, you know, a, a half foot in that, that there's always that other job that you guys have to do is, I mean, how is that in terms of just like trying to shuffle between your day job and the brewery and, and trying to make sure both are running smoothly? It's probably more difficult for Patrick. I just do spreadsheets all day. <laughs> my, my teeth are getting browner and browner from all the coffee that I've <laughs> Are you guys open seven days a week, or are you yeah. guys seven okay. days a week from noon to two a.m.? Well, that's a it's now pretty, that's a little different too, because I mean two o'clock on a Tuesday, you guys are just it's not like your typical brewery hours. Like I mean, you know, most most breweries they're they're not open on Mondays. Yeah, close or on till, Mondays or till open, two. Yeah, open from like noon to three forty-seven on Tuesdays, and you know all those weird hours. I don't know. But I'm sure you guys have all <laughs> driven to a brewery and only to be like, oh, it's Tuesday, it's closed. And yeah, I don't yeah. Do yeah. yeah, I've seen. I actually saw that <laughs> uh, last week. Uh, drove up to to drafting table. And I was just stopping in just to to talk to some of the guys there, and and uh, there was a bunch of guys who just had their their takeout food and was wanting to walk in and have a couple of beers. And lo and behold, they don't open till three. And yeah. here it was at one o'clock. And there's been, a there's a couple of good reasons for being open and having predictable hours. You know, mm-hmm. restaurant and uh, bar owners will probably tell you that. Predictable hours are kind of necessary. Yeah, from a customer point of view, and then who we're targeting um, tend to be. And we're in Ipsy, so people tend to be lower, lower income, so they don't always work nine to five. Mm-hmm. And if you got midnight workers or people who work afternoons or weekends, mm. yeah, you need to be open. What so, would you say is your target demo? It is anyone who does not currently enjoy craft beer. Why do you? Oh. Why do you say non-craft beer drinkers then? Uh, well, uh, according to the Brewers Association, uh, that guy Bart Watson or something, he's the economist at the Brewers Association. Um, they're the market for craft beer right now skews male, younger, whiter, and higher income. So you're trying uh, to attract everybody old? else, literally everybody else. <laughs> there's, a, there's a huge, there's a huge market out there. We've went, I think, from 2014. Craft beer uh, sales were growing at 18%. Mm. 2017, they were growing at 5%. Hmm. There's only so many more you can divide up this one slice of the pie. Somebody's, sure. somebody's got to you know, put your balls on the line and grow the pie. So, so I'm hearing old black ladies then. Uh, that would be <laughs> nice. We do yeah. get some. <laughs> so gospel choir Saturdays. It could be you, you're older. basically you're, you're talking about Axel's demographic right now. Part of them, yeah. Yeah, part of them because especially uh, Dan does get get a a very nice crowd over there for brunch. Brunch is awesome. <laughs> a lot, yeah. A lot more women would be nice. Mm. Um, older people would be nice. Um, we do get a lot of you know young people of color, and that's that's cool. Um, our events skew toward that, and what kind of really event? Like, it's nice. It's a very different vibe. It's nice. What, what kind of events do you guys normally have there at seven three four? We do a lot of live music. Live music. Yeah. Well, like, what, like, what? Is there? Yeah. Is, is there a certain style of music that you guys? 
we've had everything. It's from like hip hop and R and B to Melissa Etheridge covers. <laughs> <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> yeah, that is, some of this was in the same night, actually. Hip hop at, at a craft beer at a craft brewery at a yeah. somewhat non craft. Yeah, but for craft, we, the anti craft. We try not to build it as craft. It's more like a beer bar. It has like a bar vibe. We kind of eschew mm-hmm. the hipster aesthetic. There's no pallet wood anywhere. You know? okay. Right. Because I mean, I mean, as, as far as you guys, where you guys are located, I mean, there's a lot that's around you at that block. I mean, there's there's you. Um, on the same side of the block, there's Sticks slash Aubrey's. The other side, you've got Sidetrack and Cultivate. Don't and shout out all their competition. I'm just <laughs> saying that, I mean, you're, you're talking about in a square block. All of that being there, and it is competition. It, it's still competition that's there, and it, it's you know just hearing the different ideas of the things that you guys do. Which, to me, as far as as far as cultivate's concerned, I mean, between you two, it, it's it's kind of like night and day. I mean, cultivate on their end. I mean, they have. I mean, granted, it gets people in there, but I mean, they have you know a chess night. They have a knitting night, crocheting, and. Here we have something that that I, I think is is a little different. I I, I kind of like this idea. <laughs> I think everybody in Ipsy really does like the idea because that's kind of what Ipsy is about. To the point that it's funny that you mentioned this. Um, some of the knitters have asked to have a, a second knitting night at our place. Yeah, you have knitting night. We, at we are we are not turning anybody <laughs> away, especially not women who like to knit. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, I mean, you, you talked about trying to get the demographic of, you know, outside of what's considered the, the target market of the brewing craft brew industry as a whole. Uh, and, you know, I don't think I think you're the first brewery that's had knitters on uh, in their facility and had regular events there. I mean, we've had you know 150 plus episodes and I don't, I don't recall a brewery having a knitting night, which is very, very specific. But it, on the it, on the same night as open mic, I think it's going to be on the same night. Oh, really? Oh, that works perfectly. <laughs> and so, how, how big of the facility is seven three four? Is it a big? <laughs> it's pretty small. Is it's, it small? I mean, it's eighteen hundred square feet, and that's that's small. How, how what kind of system are you guys running? Uh, we are running. Uh, we have ten barrel fermenters, okay. uh, but we have uh, basically a five barrel brew house uh, hmm. system. Oh wow! It's, now. We were Did very you? efficient with space. <laughs> <laughs> when you started brewing and you thought you'd do it, you know, professionally, commercially, if you will. Did you plan to have a flagship beer, or did you just want to make a bunch of different beers and see what would happen? Uh, the plan was definitely to have a flagship, uh, and we were always going toward uh, accessibility in beer. So, like, we're trying to brew beer that is not too far out of the box that people will be offended, not offended, but. Uh, intimidated by it. We don't want it to be intimidating. We're trying sure. not. Sure. Now, do we have any of up. those in front of us? Then? We do. Okay. So, uh, do we, can we get, uh, crack one of those open? Yeah. yeah. Let's start yeah, with yeah. The, the cream ale. So. This is the. This is how you get the the bud drinkers to so, start yeah, we, drinking coffee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> always, uh, always a question with us is well, what do you have that a, gets the yellow beer drinkers in, yes. into your location? It's a, it's a, it's a one-two punch. So. Um, we offer this beer. It's a classic styles, simple, easy to understand, easy to drink, approachable, and uh, it sells for three dollars and fifty cents. So if you're used to drinking Ooh. Bud, 
that switching cost goes way down when you're thinking about if I'm going to get a bud at 350 on happy hour, you know, and so you go into this craft craft beer place mm-hmm. and you're the it's your first time, and someone shows you, try this, it's great. You might believe them, but when they tell you it's $7, mm-hmm. that, that like, turns, you know. turns them off really, really quick. <laughs> it's not that great. It's like, right. yeah, fuck you. Yeah. So do you get like a lot of those people that come in and say, hey, I've never had a craft beer. What's something that's kind of like Bud Light? Bud Light? We, Is this the thing that you guys turn them to right, right from the get-go? We have converted yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, so, so there's this, uh, there used to be a motorcycle shop across the street. They just moved recently. Okay. Uh, but, so there was bike night uh, over this, it's every Wednesday over the summer. And uh, we would always have bikers coming in and saying, you got any Miller Lite? So, you know, you say, we say, no, but we, you know, we make all our stuff here. Sure. Give this a shot. We give them a sample and... Most of the time it works out. No. What did that guy tell you? He had four of them. <laughs> but isn't it like after the fourth one it doesn't matter anymore? Oh, yeah, after the fourth <laughs> one it doesn't matter, yeah. You know, I think it's like after the second one usually at this point. But So what kind of ABV are you working with here on the cream? This is five and a half. Five, five, yeah. Five and a half. And it doesn't have a creative name or is it just cream ale? It's the Cross Street Cream Ale. All of our beer names right now have... Uh, because it makes you cross the street to come drink the cream ale from the motorcycle right. club? Yeah, there you go. And plus <laughs> it is the street that they're... Yeah, yeah. That is right. cross street. These are all uh, <laughs> Ipsy school references. Yeah, we're, we're playing... I mean, we're doing the hometown boy play because the three of us we graduated are. from the same... You know, we graduated from Ipsy High School in 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried to go other places with our logo, but, like, you really can't get more Ipsy than... <laughs> <laughs> The the most infamous structure in all of Ypsilanti, <laughs> which looks rather uh, hashtag me too. Yeah. Oh, come on! Am I wrong? You. Come on! Come on! Like, Matt. I'm, 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 <laughs> we, uh, just mute him now and just get that over with. Thank you. Done. <laughs> <laughs> and for all the uh, women listening, Patrick yeah. and I are not laughing at this. Yeah, <laughs> but we. Maybe but I understand. Um, but so so the cross street uh, is also where the uh, original original Ipsy High School was. Yep. Yeah, and now it's a mm-hmm. senior center or an old folks home. I don't oh. know what you call it. All right. So my grandparents went to that school, and now they could leave there. <laughs> it's kind of sweet. So I mean, nice. so seven three four Brewing is actually located right across from Riverside Park, which was where the summer festival was mm-hmm. that, we, that we, we were at oh no shit yeah it's li- literally like right across the street As, wait didn't you, you didn't you ride with us no i, I drove solo oh okay I, I a... because we parked right behind yeah the... <laughs> 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 right behind the behind the building now, in w- fact when we were leaving uh-huh. we went to the barbecue that was basically right in front of them and oh, we got I, I forgot we got some something to eat i couldn't remember what it was so it that, was uh, Gabriel's cheesesteak, or maybe it was yes, yes, it was soul food. Maybe oh, there, oh, there it was go. it was the cheesesteak. I remember okay, that now. All right, now you got were you guys at the summer festival and the fall festival? The it most? came to us. Oh, it, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess it came to you guys. <laughs> we weren't open long enough. Yeah, so the, the Brewers Association, uh, you have to be open for three months before uh, you can be a part of that. And at that time, we had only been open for one month. So oh wow, so those so seven three four has really only been hasn't even been open for a year yet. Right, like four months. Four months since June second. But four months, and you guys are already holding regular events, and people are asking for additional dates to run for these events, it, it sounds like. It, yeah. it feels like Ipsy in there, and people in Ipsy 
like it. I mean, I mean, it's it's it, is this part of Depot Town proper? Like, is this yeah. is that yeah. still Depot Town right mm-hmm. there? I mean, it's not necessarily the 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 street where, going down Michigan Avenue. You turn. I forgot the name of the street, but uh, that's River, and then River turns to Cross, and then yeah, you know, Cross think, yeah. is where most everything. Yeah, is, that's where we are. Yep, that's yeah, right there. Yep. Um, so that's still considered Depot Town, right there, where you guys are at. Yeah, I mean, we're until you cross so the, the river, right? Okay. So there's there's that <laughs> yep. one block, and then we're on like the smaller block. Sure. We're like Depot Town Minor. Depot Town. <laughs> so, are, are you guys kind of shooting for like the dive bar feel, or not like no? You you got to go in there. It's, okay. it's not divey at all. <laughs> I guess I'm just so. It's very modern. It's very clean. It's very whatever the opposite of Ipsy is. That's where I feel I am. So I, I mean I don't know anything about. I might have spent like three hours of my entire life in Ypsilanti. Wow, man, you got to get out there. Do I know? <laughs> for sure, get out there. I mean, it is. I guess for me, it is just probably one of the just most chill college areas I think I've ever been in. Very and, underrated town. And uh, unlike you know Ann Arbor, where you know certain rabid Beaver fans that are out there. You mean the skunks? No, I, I mean you know pretty much my definition of a Wolverine is a rabid Beaver. Mm-hmm. Is that you know just all they do is just walk in the middle of the street you, like they own the whole <laughs> damn town. I think you're a little hard on the Beaver. Uh, so. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So, <laughs> damn it, Matt. Um, so l- let's let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, I'm kind of scrolling through you guys' Facebook. Obviously, there's no food program at Seven Three Four, but those, sort of. But food trucks, though. Yes. So, so what kind of food trucks do you guys normally get? Depends at- on the night. Um, they they tend to be local, okay. and um, so far there are people who have um, either just made changes to their business like uh, mm-hmm. cuppies there's a soul food place they've been open for a while they changed locations did some remodeling mm-hmm. and we have them do a pop-up inside oh really yeah and then uh, there's a food truck that just opened uh, good eats and uh, to try to give them more access to depot town crowd we invited them down sure and then uh, at a dinner party we met uh tacos el mariachi loco yep they just opened i think in february and Another, we want to give them access to Depot so, Town also. So you got a little yeah. little little mix going on with the, with uh, the yeah. food trucks. You don't like the food one night, just come back the next night. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are also right down the street from Eastern Michigan University. You guys get that college crowd coming in because being a, being college students, you know they're going to like drift towards their their PBR and their their blue can stros. I'm, I'm going to say the blue can stros because that's what we did when, at Wayne Fair. State. And then uh, your you know uh, Bushlight and all that do you guys get that college crowd coming in through there it tends uh, to be more of a thursday friday saturday crowd the, the, the college kids yeah yeah uh, okay that, that yeah. i guess that that makes that we makes definitely do get college students but we spent our first you know few months being open mm-hmm. really targeting those you know the people that are living in ipsy basically sure um and i mean not to push out the college students we oh no no yeah they just we're, weren't we're in just town trying to focus time. on what yeah. yeah right we're trying to focus <laughs> on one thing at a time <laughs> they weren't in town necessarily at the time <laughs> right, you guys yeah. opened i guess school wasn't in session at the time so. all right so actually i got a question that that's out here on facebook uh this is coming courtesy to uh one jason avery um he is kind of saying that uh he hears that that some brewers don't actually like when someone comes in and doesn't know what they want and of course, he personally likes to ask what they suggest uh, because he sometimes just want to know what the brewer is is, is most proud of. Um, obviously, we don't have the brewer here, um, but I guess the the question being, I mean, 
they, he's asking what is the best foot forward beer. I guess my my version would be saying what what's your best seller. Well, the best seller is definitely the IPA, which uh, I, okay. is to be expected. I mean, it's it is craft it's, beer, even though is that what else we have? Be. Yeah, we have the IPA well, here. Yeah, yeah. 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 No can best foot forward <laughs> beer. I don't know. Um, in terms of what customers want or in terms of Well, what, I guess uh, what I mean, we would recommend it, to somebody. In case of, you know, black dynamite, you know, put your foot in it. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> actually, actually, <laughs> I actually like it when somebody comes and doesn't know what they want because I mean, we have, we only have 6 beers on tap. Okay. Um, mm. We're keeping it very simple. We try to have something for everybody within our limited selection, mm-hmm. but we're trying to do these beers very well. Um, and uh, so, you know, we'll I try not to talk very much when I'm behind the bar, which is not very often anymore. But, I mean, <laughs> we'll just give them a sample. And then sure. if they like it, you know, we'll say, well, what do you normally drink? So, so you got the cream ale, which we have right here. Well, you what got, do you hate? There you go. That's another one. We have an IP. The, this is the IPA right here. Yeah. So we're going to, I this guess, is we're the, gonna, uh, Ipsy High IPA. Ipsy, Ipsy High IPA. <laughs> <laughs> we have an, so you got the cream ale, yes. the IPA. Uh, what other ones do you guys serve? Uh, we have an uh, amber, an oatmeal stout, a raspberry version of the cream ale. Oh. And then we have an apple wine, which uh, is 8.5%, or mm-hmm. almost 8.5%. Okay. Um, carbonated. Light, well, not really carbonated, a little bit. Um, and it sort of drinks like a hard cider, but it's not as sweet. Oh. oh. It's very dry. Okay. <laughs> that the, the strongest offering? Ooh. That is so the strongest far? offering, yeah. If you hate cider... It's the one for you, and if you love cider, it's the one for you. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, beer in barrels or stouts or any heavy things coming? No. Um, we, we're looking to brew our next different batch pretty soon, now that we've gotten our system pretty much figured out. Yep. Um, but as far as space is concerned, <clears throat> I have some applications in for some extra storage. Oh. Uh, so if we get extra storage, we might start expanding. Applications with the city? Uh, with the state. With the state, yeah. oh, okay. Has the state? How has the city received you as far as like you know, government wise? Has that been pretty easy? Or they are, they're very um, welcoming. Amazing. Yeah. They definitely yeah. want us there, and it's been nice. Yeah. Now, with you being a former brewer, is it easy? F- do you participate in brewing still, or do you let your brewer go? Do you have input? Do you you know, I get I gave the brewer uh, all my recipes, and she like tore them to shreds. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she she made them way better than they ever would have been. So I. I just said, cool. And yeah, every now and then we'll talk about, oh, well, maybe we can change this hop or what flavors do we want to bring out or get rid of. Um, it, it sounds like a very, very open discussion between oh, yeah. between you guys and your brewer yeah. as to, you know, what ideas are out there, what you guys are, you know, you, I got this idea while I was, you know, doodling on a cocktail napping one night. You know, what do you think about mm-hmm. this? So it sounds like you guys have a really open line of communication between each other about sharing For ideas. Sure. Yeah. And it always <laughs> revolves around what the customers are wanting, what sure. they're drinking. Well, yeah, you're all, there's always trends I mean, in the market and all that. Obviously, we're going through the IPA fad. we got the bourbon barrel fad. But we're, I mean, we're just looking at like what sells in our tap room. Because in, in the Ipsy area. And, that, and that's part of the challenge of um, <clears throat> diversifying the crowd is sure. what – what goes? You have like, to diversify for, their palates too, but, right? Well, what goes for like the standard brewery doesn't necessarily go down in yeah. uh, in our brewery. So the tastes <laughs> are like, I mean, the apple wine is like the the second best seller. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, the wow, apple okay. the, the IPA is you know top, but the uh, apple wine is not far behind. Okay. All right. uh, we well, have we a raspberry to... cream ale that does pretty well. 
Is there a beer that you in the summer. Oh, wow. brewed that has, hasn't come back yet that people clamored for or something that you get requests that doesn't always make the taps? Oh, we haven't actually rotated yet. I mean, we've changed hot profiles on everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you're trying to perfect the recipe, basically, or or just yeah. you try something different. And they've all been good. And people, I think, so What's I think what's cool about it is that the craft beer snobs <laughs> like, the, the, the like craft beer Yeezuses. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. just, they like to guess what changed. Yes. The only thing that doesn't change really is the names, but yeah. they like to guess what changed. They like to talk about it. Sure. And you can, you know, it's a place where you can, the beer is good enough where you can sit down and take notes on your flight or whatever ridiculous thing you want to do. <laughs> but they're also cheap enough that you can sit down and have a talk with your friends about something other than beer. Do you get and a lot of those note takers? Uh, yeah. If you, if you ask, <laughs> if you go on Untapped, uh, I would say yeah. yes. That's what I was going to say because I was actually kind of looking at Untapped, and I mean everything that that I saw that was rated on here, I didn't see anything rated under three and a half. Who so, was it? Who was it? <laughs> <laughs> this is just averages. No, we're gonna track that guy down. <laughs> kick his ass. It's all their burner accounts. <laughs> it's a burner account. A troll account. No. Uh, we, we got well. We got the cream ale. We got the IPA. What do you? What are your guys' thoughts, Matt? You're 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 definitely the you. You probably are the one that goes for the lighter beers, the oh, smashable beers. I would love to hear your. No, I don't. I don't hate IPAs. That's um, Ken. Ken hates yeah. it. Uh, Ken, Ken yeah. really hates. I mean, I was gonna say uh, this might sound offensive, but not offensive at the same time that your cream ale tasted just like a macro lager. So I mean I cut I mean I don't want to offend you by saying it tastes like a a Budweiser, but I want to say congrats you made a beer that if Budweiser uh, tasted good I mean I guess for, <laughs> for, for for me it just felt like it was cleaner than than a Budweiser yeah I, I, I it's got a little bit more backbone to it yeah yeah I mean I yeah I'll, I'll mess with that any day yeah, and me, it's yeah, not lagered so it does not take as long which means we can Cycle keep inventory Ch- keep churning it out more yeah. yeah you know I I think the IPA it's clean it's got a nice hoppy nose to it and a backbone to it, but it's not like a, you were talking earlier. It's hoppy enough to where if you like IPAs, it's good. But if you don't like IPAs, it's not offensive. And if you're super hophead, you'll call this a session and be content with it. <laughs> so, so you find like a happy medium for like yeah. three different yeah, crowds, like a, essentially. Wherever the difference between like medium ex- or medium and large is, like a <laughs> large. A- extra, <laughs> extra medium? Yeah. <laughs> like a, a medium plus, if that makes sense. Like there's probably like fifty IBUs in this, so it's not like overly hopped to where sure. it's gonna kill somebody, but not underly hopped where like, man, that's uh I think just you know, with with having dealt with so many doubles and quote unquote triples over the last four or five months, it's just kinda nice to it's, just kinda have something yeah, that's I think it's I, agree. I think it's it's balanced. So where it's not like a West Coast IPA where it's overly piney right. and overly dry. Like, where you have stone, to like stone? Or even like the Rebel IPA from St. Adams. I mean, you're not scraping your tongue to like, oh, or I need to take a sip of something else. Like, can I get mm-hmm. a root beer or a ginger ale just so I can taste yeah, something again? It's, it's not that. And what we're finding is the people who are really into craft beer mm. actually like sometimes just coming, sitting down, having a nice, like, clean style that mm-hmm. tastes like what it's supposed to taste like. Yeah. There's nothing added to it to mask, you know, 
to yeah. mask the base beer, like we're not adding yeah. you know, bee guts mm-hmm. and yeah, like, I, I know a pr- toppings I, or whatever. Yeah. Bee guts. That could but, be a say, I know, I know a perfect one where someone added something to it to try and mask the, the base beer. Well, why don't you tell us about us in 10 minutes after we take this quick break? Okay. <laughs> we're going to take a break? We are going to take a break. Well, I guess we're going to take a break. All right, so we're going to take a break. We'll be back with the Better on Draft podcast and we're back <laughs> with the oh, better oh, on it. draft podcast episode 152 we are still here with 734 brewing yes we are we are they we have not scared them away just yet not yet not not yet working but, on it you know, <laughs> well he's working on that yeah, well matt is but well definitely matt but <laughs> matt now. can't do that right now because with the beer news wow rob like so professional, so very professional. You know, I'm still waiting on my music, by the way. Again, <laughs> if you're listening, it, it should be. Prof- the, 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 do you forget what I do as my second job? Uh, trivia you host. Forgetting about what I do for my like eighth job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you run through eight jobs, Rob. Let's no, kick it off, man. no, no let's, idea. What's what's going on out there? Today? All right, it's so it's been a while since you've done last yeah, time. One of these. I know, I know, I miss doing the news. Yeah. Um, as by the way, I've cracked open a Ascension Brewing's uh, 15 mile porter, okay. which is um, rather silky smooth right now because you know it's just kind of dark beer season. Uh, we've also got to open a uh, can of white coffee stout from Eastern Market Brewing Company as we celebrate the elephant, as they like to say. The elephant. <laughs> Um, so just going through some of the stuff that was going on, I came across this one today about um, we know of the company called WeWork. They have um, uh, they're kind of an international network of uh, shared workspaces. It's like a Regis, uh, right? It, sure. Okay. Anyway, um, so basically they've got a new perk that's going around where they are they're they're really just kind of throwing this out there in, in the business world. I guess in, in my opinion, and it's just something that that uh, really kind of threw me off because. You don't really see this in, in many businesses, uh, but they are providing a, a new perk, which originally it started off as unlimited free craft beer in the workplace. What? Yes. Yeah. Um, they have yeah. since now changed that stance, and now it is basically it's only four uh, 12-ounce pours per day per person. Um, it, it's basically, I think what they said in the article, I was looking at it on MarketWatch, that... Um, that the beer is basically it's locked. You have to use your badge, which then unlocks the ability to actually make that twelve ounce pour. But of course, you you're are a getting bartender, basically. Basically, yeah. And so you're getting you know four beers per day. Um, it's only between the, the hours of twelve and eight. Twelve and eight. Though. So so no no Nine late night drinking and, and yeah exactly. I mean they're they're obviously not putting any breakfast out on uh, in the morning for anybody to to touch. But um, there, there definitely is some concern with the, the people who don't drink, the people who have either stopped for drinking for their own health or personal reasons, or the, the people who are just in the workplace who want to work, and they expect to see alcohol outside of the workplace. And I kind of feel like when we're kind of in a climate right now where you know drinking in the workplace could lead to some not so savory moments in work history mm-hmm. a la you know the the any any type of movie you see about somebody getting drunk at a christmas party um is can pretty much potentially happen any day of the week now is this is, well first off i think they're only piloting this uh four beers a day in new york it's like new york and they mentioned dallas as well 
I think there's a WeWork here that still has not cut down their usage yet. I think they're only piloting the four beers a day in New York right now. So, but I mean, because, is it something that should even be tried? Yes. And here's is it any more offensive than Janice from accounting coming back from her smoke break? Why is it always uh, Janice? Because Janice doesn't give a fuck. Oh my god! But is it any more offensive? There you go. Than the lady who comes or the guy that comes back from their smoke break who took 15 free minutes of work and we all have to work the eight hours and then she's drinking or she's dragging that tobacco nicotine trail across your office. But I mean, in a grand, in a bigger picture, what's worse, the person who just smells like tobacco or the person who smells like alcohol and could possibly be to a point of inebriation where they shouldn't even be. I, I, I'm actually going to side with Rob. On that thought, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Obviously, for very for obvious reasons, uh, beer and workplace should definitely not. I, I I don't even know how anything like this could. Actually I mean, now granted, work. Like I that, I have but. been in a workplace that <clears throat> has allowed beers, like way back in the day, back in the early nineties, not the eighteen nineties, the nineteen nineties. <laughs> Don't even fucking think about it. Uh, I'm just glad you went to the 19th uh, century on that one. I was going to say the 1960s. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you put so, a century so on that in, in the late 1990s, I was working <laughs> in Ann Arbor. It was a company called Harbinger, which for, for our folks in Ipsy, uh, it basically was the corner of State Street and Eisenhower, and uh, right, right next door to 777 building. And um, we used to have, in our call center, we used to have Beer Blast Fridays. Our boss would go down to the mire. And he would basically, he would, he and like two other call center reps would go to Meyer. They would come back with essentially four cases of beer. Holy and shit. he would walk around like an airline stewardess and, and basically taking the cart to people who were on the phones and they could grab a beer. <laughs> everybody, everybody would have, essentially, they would have a two beer max. That's all you could have. And then, you know. Two beers like the first one and the last one? And- no, no. Two. <laughs> Flat out, too. And, you know, everybody in there was, was cool with it. And then, you know, once um, the company actually got taken over by, by a, a bigger company, <laughs> they like, said, no. well, yeah, no, 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 there, there's too much liability. And, right, and rightfully so. Right. And, you know, at that time, I, I don't think uh, the, the, the way things are today, as opposed to then, I really didn't think anything of it. It was just, okay, I'll, I'll have a couple honey browns and, and you know, I'm good. Honey Brown. I loved Honey Brown, man. <laughs> that, shit was, that shit was amazing. I did, too. I'd, I'd still buy it. See, I guess I, I just don't Dundee. get the whole... <laughs> yes. I don't get the the negative to you. Like, I think... And and don't cast me the wrong in the wrong light here, but I think we're so tightly wound as a society where everything could offend. I think this is one of those things that is meant to open things up and lighten the mood. Like, I mean, shouldn't we be tightly wound? I mean, I, I feel like we kind of come from a place where it was a whole bunch of people who were just passive aggressive well, and didn't want to voice their opinions for fear of persecution. Well, my thought is like, and now yeah, we're at a point where yeah. everybody's just like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to say whatever the hell I want to say. Yeah. Cause I don't like it. <laughs> I, I, I feel like we're, st- we're starting to go in full. So we're starting to come to full circle now. Yeah. My, it, it's kind of like this whole, uh, Halloween's my favorite holiday. 
I got eight people that came to my door because of this whole damn trunk or treat thing <laughs> where people don't go door to door anymore. Oh, they go you, trunk to trunk in parking you lots. You need to go to where my niece lives because there was kids all over the th- place. Trunk or treat, whatever the hell it was, whatever the hell it is, that was dead on that neighborhood I could on Halloween. hit 60 cars in a parking lot and have as much candy as it takes to hit 60 houses in a neighborhood. In five minutes. Going to those trunks, man. Yeah, but it's, it's not the idea of the kids going to the trunk or treats. It's the idea of the parents not wanting your kids to go out, meet the neighbors, meet the neighborhood so, kids. Yeah. All see, right. You know, I, it's I, that I, whole yeah, lighten up a little bit, Francis. A little bit. Yeah. And, th- and that's where you're like me, where on Halloween, I, dude, I was drinking beer while I was walking with my niece. I'm like, you know I was about to hand out jello shots, but then I was like, yeah. Hand <laughs> <laughs> out jello shots to kids. Well, not to kids, to the parents that were walking with them. Actually, I was offered a beer on Halloween. As I always I was give out beer. They're like, hey, you man, you want a beer? I'm like, nah. I'm like, I pulled the, the the solo cup I had. Plus, I was pointing to the wagon that we, that we were carrying around with for our niece. Whenever she didn't want to walk, I'm like, yeah, I got a backup one right there. Did you so. guys have any trick or treaters <laughs> at the brewery? Or no, no. Parents no. stopping parent trick or treaters. Not this year. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, this I guess even for these guys, this is kind you of a, a weird question because I mean, beer at the workplace, beer and I mean, it's, it's your of, job. Yeah, it, no, it's your yeah. job to have beer, beer at the workplace. We don't, we don't allow it either. <laughs> 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 it's on our daily checklist. Like you have to taste all the beers as a you know as a part of. I get what makes this unique is that this is a shared workplace, a shared yeah. workspace. Right. So it's not like it's uh, like where you work, Rob, or yeah. where where I work. Well, you I know, mean, if corporately if, structured, you know, all these rules. Um, and um, I mean, there's um, an expectation. Unless the boss sent me to Germany for a week, and, oh, and I had yeah. to go to the plants out there, oh. then your, your yeah. company has plants in Germany. Well, I mean, hey, we're we're Daimler. We oh, we, we got everything. Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> We may, okay. It may say Detroit Diesel on the door, but it's still Daimler. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm sure that enough. in their leases, though, these WeWork people, they have a beer is a part of the lease. Like, you know, unlimited beer is probably one of the gimmicks that separates them from the other, you know, shared <laughs> space kind of places as Nick spills all over the table. Eh, it was only it a was, little bit. It was minor. But I mean, what Compared about the, you. what about the people who? I mean, what if you got somebody who's in there who's like a, repu- a recovering a recovering alcoholic? He's sitting there with a six month pen, and then all of a sudden, here comes these kegerators that are sitting in the office. Yes, you should be the good guy and take his little bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get yes. your beers. No, I, I so, need yours. What? <laughs> well, so do you beer. like? Well, I'm, yeah. Does you, he have to drive home not past any party stores? Does every party store have to close when his car is coming down their street or I mean, every brewery? If you're in Detroit, that's a trick question. I mean, because there's one at every corner. <laughs> we got more party stores than McDonald's. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but so, if, but again, I mean, temptation is part of recovery. That's something that you have to count for. And I, yeah, I think he's right. Maybe, hey, let me hold on to your badge for you as a good friend. And, you know, I'll do the drinking for you. Or we'll all have a round on you. Literally on you. So, I mean, all right, so let's, let's, let's ask Patrick and uh, Brian these questions. What, what are your guys' thoughts to this? I you mean, know, I've seen, like, I've been in the Google offices. They have beer there. It's not. Oh, do they? Yeah. It's, do they drink you, in the teacher's lounges? No, not anymore. Not these days. <laughs> I did. I did try. I, I did interview at a school where they had just like three years prior stopped letting teachers have beer in the lounge. Um, wow, that's not normal though. 
Um, <laughs> outside the door. I think as long as you have standards in place, like you can only act a certain way, it shouldn't be a problem. Okay. People should be able to handle themselves, and if they can't, kick them out. Okay. Brian, yeah, what, I, what are your I thoughts? Think, I think WeWork might be on the right track. I mean, okay. as far as workplace productivity goes, beer kind of doesn't mix. And sure. if you're leasing out office space, workplace productivity is kind of an important selling point. <laughs> and uh, they have a lo- they have a lot of outstanding uh, lease obligations, so they should probably be getting or, numbers up. Okay. Or are they trying to make people unproductive so they have to come back to work longer hours? And it's kind of like a oh, they're like using the, our space for more. Or, no, Sorry, we're gonna charge another hundred. What bucks. if it's yeah? What if it's like the peanuts or the pretzels at the bar? You grab from the free peanuts, so you want to have another beer. What if? What if that's the? Uh, I mean, who? who <laughs> well, you ever think? You ever think? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Man, maybe, maybe that could be the plan. Maybe. That could be. I don't know. All right. Um. So another one uh, that I saw, which um, I guess in a, in another way, you know, with with drinking in the workplace, this this kind of bringing uh, the drinking on the rise. Uh, that there is apparently there is a new trend that is uh starting to become the the next big thing. As I saw this article on Thrillist, that um. The new trend being low alcohol by volume drinking. What? Yes. What? Come <laughs> um, again? Basically, what, what the article was talking about was that, you know, in years past that um, the, the general conses- consensus uh, with craft beer was that, you know, the higher the ABV, the higher the cost, and thus higher the quality, which, you know, I still, I, like, I don't yeah, know about I don't, that. I don't know about that either. Yeah, because I, I, I kind of feel like there there are enough quality beers that are around four, five, six percent that have the quality yeah. right that, that are there. Exactly, we're we're drinking one right now. Um, but you know, just with that that higher quality, of course, becoming the the higher price. And there has apparently had at one point it been this concern that craft beers that had a lower ABV. Carried the same price as the ones that were uh, that were higher ABV, and so essentially what they're they're getting to is that this this trend is getting people to start to enjoy more low ABV and in some cases non alcohol non alcoholic beers altogether. Um, there was one that um, that they pointed out in the article, um, which apparently was going is still going well overseas. Uh, from Copenhagen's uh, brewery Mikeller, which of course you know it does Mikeller, get distrib- yeah. Mikeller, it does get distributed here. This particular beer does not, uh, but it's it's called Drinking in the Sun, which is a wheat ale that clocks in at 0.3 percent ABV. So what? it's it's and duels, it, and it and it is the brewery's highest grossing beer this year, 0.3 so percent. Um, sharps. <laughs> Sharps, guess. Um, the CEO, COO, rather, he uh, <laughs> thinks that the uh, U.S. is ready for low ABV and and non-alcoholic. Uh, more of those beers to, to start showing up, and apparently these statistics are are kind of pointing in his favor, because uh, according to the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, um, basically. There's about 30% of adults who were surveyed that haven't had alcohol in the last year and about 44% that haven't had alcohol in the last 30 days. Where did they find this survey? Please source. This, this sounds like a. This sounds like a tweet. It, it's the government. I don't know if I can believe it. All right, enough of the. 
So yeah, I mean, and, and obviously, I mean, we've we've got um, like like actually, I was talking talking over the break that this this cream ale, I kind of feel like this could be canned and put right next to solid gold and, and sold in sold in stores. Yeah. Uh, but as solid gold being being an example that um, you're talking about a low ABV still beer, still five percent alcohol. That you know, is it's that? yeah, it's still five. I think it's still yeah, it's five. Is it five or like five three or something like that? We'll just say we'll just say five. Yeah, now. but I mean, it, it's a low ABV beer that is from a craft e hyphen e <laughs> brewery come by, on by we all know they're not craft by definition they are not <laughs> though and there was an article that i was still looking up that that uh, they apparently are going to be changing the definition again so, the brewers association yes yes sam adams is still yes in, and from what from, but sam adams is still owned by by Boston Beer, yeah. but Sam founders, Adams, Youngling, they're still in. Yes, but they're, they're still but in. But they they produce an house. They're not owned by financiers. That's oh, I'm not mad about it. I, right. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'll, I'll bring it. Make money somehow. I'll, I'll hey, bring, is, there, is there an amount that you guys would sell for and be okay with not being technically craft beer? If someone wanted yeah, us that bad, I'd I would take... probably also want us. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll I'll come back to that that Brewers Association thing. I'm just gonna kind of like yeah, Im- yeah, improv yeah, on we'll that. Talk about that. But later. I mean, as, as far as this, as far as the as far as this trend of you know the beers hanging around five and four, or I guess if you want to go you know Idaho and Nebraska talk around three point twos, right? Is is do, do you feel like like this is going to be the thing? Well, I, th- I mean, I think you could have like a two point five to three point two beer. Like my favorite style is the Berliner Weiss. It's supposed to be right about there, and it's a beer you can drink supposedly at all times of the day. And I mean, if you think about it, if you got a craft brewery, would you rather people have like twenty two point three beers or like five seven point eight percent beers? You'd rather keep them on that bar stool, standing straight up and having you know lucid conversation and charging them right about the same. I mean, it's Ipsy. There's Uber all over the damn place. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are some people that I know that will drink non-alcoholic beer. Mm-hmm. And what? hold on, wait. Can I, can I shut up? Can I freaking? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I, can I finish? <laughs> okay. Um, that will drink it and uh, like Labatt Light. Uh, or Labatt, non-alcoholic, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I could probably see if there are people out there that are just sick and tired of the same old taste or want something, you know, different. Uh, that it could work, but I feel like it's a it'll be a very niche market. I feel, but but I mean, it, it, but it is according to this the, the, this article that you shared with us, Rob. Mm-hmm. There, there's a brewery that does nothing but non-alcoholic. Whoa. Well, <laughs> that, that, wait, where'd it go? I gotta find I it. I mean, that's, that's what she said. <laughs> oh, come you know on, what, man! Damn, you're man! Such a jerk, dude. I mean, and and I, I guess I, I mean, there, there's always there's a market for everything. Yeah. So I mean, it, it it makes it makes sense. It just I just wonder how much of this market it would actually take. Well, so Athletic Brewing Company in Stratford, Connecticut, makes exclusively non-alcoholic beer. It sounds like they have treadmills in there too. <laughs> Athlete. <laughs> It's gonna be like one of those. It's, it's, it's gonna be like one of those uh, shared workplaces. I mean, where with the stand-up uh, workstations. It's like and the, the treadmills. The moment you said it, the only thing that was running in my head was a Mick Ultra commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Athletic, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> Got to do these uh, deadlifts well, before you drink this beer. Company, if they brew non-alcoholic beer, wouldn't it then be a soda company? I mean, if they still use the the same components and alter them to then come up. <laughs> 
to be non-alcoholic. Kind of like the same way Brewery Becker and them taking out and, and basically, well, not gluten-free, but deglutinizing their beers. If they're doing the alterations to take the alcohol out, that doesn't, I guess, to me, necessarily take away the components of what was used to make the beer. So... I guess to me, by definition, it's still beer. It just doesn't have alcohol in it. <laughs> um, I just call I mean, I granted, you know, I'm I'm just in, I, I've only homebrewed three times. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So <laughs> thoughts? I'll leave that to to the to the man what, who has brewed for like decades. Non alcoholic beer. Um, I would like to do it someday, actually. But to the session thing, where I mean, all ideas are trying to, except for the IPA and the uh, apple wine, are trying to be near five percent because. I mean, we've all had two or three IPAs in one sitting and been like, oh, that's it. We're done. Uh, but Cowards. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have to work the next day, have to get up or whatever. Um, but, you know, with a, with a 4% beer, you can have almost twice as many. Not that you should, but, um, <laughs> you know, and still, and still survive the next day. You're not going to go drive after that, but. You just got to close one eye, your non-dominant eye, and you're fine. There's something to be said for, you know, being able to hang out with friends for a longer time and or being able to, you know, mow the lawn and cut the, you know, cut the weeds and all that crap. <laughs> and now lose a hand. Isn't there a, lawn yeah, mower, isn't there a lawnmower on all day IPAs can? Isn't that? Yeah. 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 That's what they're going There's for. There's also a Roomba lawnmower these days. So forget that. That's how that's that's my like vacation time. I put on some headphones. I got the all day IPA in my cup holder. But isn't the lawnmower too loud? No, the headphones are noise canceling. Oh, with, see this fancy. I get the I got the electric lawnmower to where you barely oh. makes it makes it a little purr. That's it. Whee! No, I like to. I like. I mean, I'm sitting down. You know, I'm cruising around. Rob, you got one more for us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I wanted to kind of go on about the uh, the Brewers Association and and them proposing to change their definition. Uh, so their definition currently, right now, as most of us know, um, craft brewer needs to fit these tr- these three criteria: that it needs to produce less than six million barrels, needs to be less than twenty five percent owned by a non craft brewer. What percentage? Twenty five percent. Okay. And um, what they call traditional, which a majority of the beverage volume from beer made from traditional or innovative brewing ingredients. Um, so the association, um, along with um, uh, this, was an email that that went uh, that was from the Brewers Association chair and uh, Eric Wallace, the the founder from Left Hand Brewing, um, was basically saying that the third requirement, the traditional part, is under review because a recent survey showed that a growing number of craft brewers are experiencing or experimenting, rather, with non-traditional ingredients, according to uh, the beer publication. Uh, and, and basically, uh, that half of the 1,000 members that were surveyed were already brewing beverages outside of the organization's definition, which, of course, then is going to take them out of the craft beer, or, or you know, craft beer circle, of, so to speak. Um, of course, one of those... Uh, ingredients, I believe, would be CBD slash THC, which now we're, we're having those changes, um, which, by the way, everybody gets your ass out to vote on Tuesday. But it won't be legal to mix beer and, and CBD in Michigan. Not in Michigan. That is correct. Just, you know, everybody else. <laughs> well, not commercially. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not, not commercially. Um, but one, and, and not it's not the article that I'm looking at right now, but there was another article that was essentially talking about 
the amount of beer that was being uh, brewed annually in that the amount was getting changed uh, in the past because it was basically keeping Boston beer and some of the other big craft brewers in that craft brewers association to make sure that they didn't get too big to fall out of the circle. So, Han, real Gotta quick. get those dues. What is the <laughs> – well, are dues based on barrel no. brewage? Okay, so that doesn't matter. What is the current barrel limit? Current is $6 million. Okay. And the former was – Not sure what the former I guess was. my thought is, does why is there even a barrel limit if the, if the financing part is what's most important? It sounds that way, right? It almost sounds like saying you can't be a small business unless you make under X amount of dollars. So why does mm-hmm. it matter how many how much output you have as long as the it's still made by one person, one team of people and not So you think it should be changed financially rather than well, the said, actual production of of the beer itself. Well, the second plank is 25%. 20 that, yeah, less than 25% owned by a non-craft brewing so entity. I just think if if you ha- it, I guess they're redundant. I think A or B are redundant. So either it's a gallon limit or it's a financial limit, period. It shouldn't be one or the other, or it shouldn't be both. Because what macro, what giant conglomerate wants to buy someone who's making 300 gallons of beer? Nobody. No. I think they're just trying to brand independence. Yeah, it's just like... you you don't want to kick out the biggest brands. But the thing is, the biggest brands are the ones that distribute mass, you know? So true, but I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of to his point. I mean, when you look at craft beer, it's kind of while I myself I don't drink Sam Adams. Why not? What's wrong with Sam Adams? Just because I have enough beer in the basement that there's there's more than enough in there. I I just don't get Sam Adams. Um, But it's kind of you know when you're you're talking about what people can pretty much consider the grandfather of craft. What's craft beer without Boston Beer Company? Yeah, but it, you think about it locally. What would craft beer without Bell's? Like, imagine if if the, the craft beer society said, "Bell's, sorry, you're no longer craft." Under what circumstance? I mean, there we would always consider them craft beer because it's Michigan, it's self owned. Just because they make, you know, what six hundred thousand barrels of beer, what does that have to do with them being craft or not? And and basically in thirty eight states, it's more like forty six now, but. So let, let's think. Let's like I always like to like macro and minimize it. So imagine if they said Bell's is no longer craft beer. We would all say, well, why not? Give me a reason. They say, well, they make too much beer to be craft. So I mean, we've kind of defined it personally as macro craft and micro craft and nano craft. You know, you've got your big players, your Bell's, your founders, your Griffin Claws, the lesser extent, your old nations, and you've got your. Nano craft, your Dragon Mead, your 734s, your Baffins, and then you've got your you know middle tier of breweries that dis- some distribute, some don't, but they put out a higher volume of craft Wait, liquid. Are, are you about to put in a three tier system that in a three tier system? <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> you know, no, all, it's all just rubber bands and ball bearings. It's just a symptom of people trying harder and harder to compete. For the same customers. Hmm. And you have to make yourself sound more independent, more craft, smaller, more niche. 
instead of just growing the pie and you can be the same thing to more people. It's just a marketing ploy. It's like it's like when you get mad when the We're band, the band that you, the band that you <laughs> like <laughs> the band that you liked in high school. Oh, they no now they're big and they sold out. Like no, on. they actually got for that, good. For that, for that, that's why Smashing Pumpkins treated all their street credits to Jessica Simpson. Oh, what? Oh. You know, and it's a you know I don't know. I think there's something to be said for like for a know, small brewery like North Center Brewing Company in Northville, Michigan, or a big brewer like like Anheuser Busch. I mean, to make those ingredients do what they do consistently mm-hmm. over and over mm. at multiple production facilities. Sure. That's good brewing. 13, I believe. It might not be a good beer, but it's good brewing. And uh, right. Right. just because someone gets good and more people want their stuff hey. doesn't make yeah. them a bad yeah. For me, my pinky gets cramped when it's up for too long, so I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll watch you exercise that pinky. We're going to take a quick break. Low yes, We are going to take a break. We will be back with the Better on Draft podcast. And we are back with the Better on Draft podcast, episode 152. It is 152, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, just next Ford, sure. The Ford Road episode is next the week. For, oh. Ford Road. <laughs> the Ford Road episode. Oh my God. Nicely done. All right, it is segment three. And, of course, what segment three, what that means, it, it is time for five questions with Matt Bush. Oh, we don't have music this week. So. We do. Yeah. Oh. As brought to you by North Center Brewing. You can check out North Center Brewing in Northville on <laughs> North Center Road, just south of Eight Mile Road. South or of baseline. Baseline. Is yes, the baseline. Oh, those fancy folks. Yeah, those, those fancy folks that are that are over on, on that side. Don't call it Eight Mile. That's, that's baseline. So uh, <laughs> we always start with geography. Um <laughs> According to a, a new list by Thrillist, Michigan is the fourth best craft beer state. Which of the following states is not three, two, or one? So three of these are better beer states than Michigan. They are three, two, and one, according to Thrillist. One of them is not. Hmm. So is it California, Colorado, Oregon, or Washington? Which state is not a better beer state, according to Thrillist. By by ratio alone, I feel California has to be in there because yeah. it just has so many damn breweries. Yeah. So I feel like I've got to take them and out. And then you have Colorado. <sighs> I mean, there's so much. I mean, you have the, the the whole Coors thing, but... Yeah. But Have you guys traveled much? Yeah, I've been everywhere except for Washington state. Oh, okay. That was and, pretty much uh, where I was kind of leaning, I think, was, was I California. Think, I think Washington's California. still the winner. I think hmm? I'm going to go with the Colorado. California. I think I'm going to go with Oregon for the, the uh, one oh. left out. It's California. California should be left out is what you think? I think they are left out. Okay. <laughs> so we have California, we have a vote for Oregon. I mean, it, it, it's sometimes it's it's hard to go against anybody who is a C blank O. <laughs> 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 He's got numbers on his side. <laughs> We'll, we'll uh, see you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think I, I'm still going to stick with my gut, though. I'm going to go with Washington. Nick? Washington. Okay, so some of you are right. Um, in ascending order, Michigan is number four. Number three is California. Oh, wow. <laughs> number two is Colorado. Okay. <laughs> and number one, the best craft beer state, according to Thrillist, is Oregon. Oh. So Washington is actually number eight on their list. Oh, wow. Massachusetts, number five, just for said, I've, I've got too many co-workers that, that go to our Portland offices, and they come back uh, a little with their bags a little overweight. So <laughs> I wonder what the criteria were. 
Um, go to Thrillist, type in, go to their food and drink package <laughs> and tab, and then type in best craft beer states. I'll take a look. If, right. if you're bored. <laughs> All right, so um, keeping it more local, the uh, according to Eater Detroit, the five best places in the city of Detroit to get a beer are, and we're going to go by neighborhood. So I'm going to give you a neighborhood and a clue, and let's see if you can guess it. Cool? Okay. So number five is in Corktown. Best place to get a craft beer in Corktown. Just a beer. It doesn't have to be craft beer. So... The best place to get a beer in Corktown is this Corktown staple. Ooh. Nick, how much time do you spend in Corktown? Do I spend not very much. Not much. Not so much. Rob, we're really on you are you guys Corktown familiar? I'm not very good with the Detroit. Yeah, I'm Ipsy familiar. It's right on Main Street. Next to Slows. Or near Slows. So Mercury? Near Slows. Yeah. I mean that Yeah, it's I mean, right by Mercury. That's Mercury's across the street. Mercury's yep. a good place for a beer. Yeah. Probably not the that that, one. that 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 end food. Wait a minute, there's that place across the street where we went. Uh, That's Mercury. Bachelor Party. No, across from Mercury. The, yeah, the not as nice place. Oh, that little dive. Yeah. Oh, uh, Sh- Sugar House. No, that's that's cro- like craft cocktail. No, it's like right across the street. I mean, it's not. I the answer I'm gonna name. I'm gonna shut you off here. Bobcat Bonnie's. Bobcat. Oh. oh. <sighs> All right. Oh, overrated food. This place is much wow. more known for their sandwiches. Mm, much Jimmy John's. better known <laughs> for their sandwiches. The fourth best place to get a beer best. in Michigan. Is or this in also Court Town? Uh, I don't know where this is. Uh, let me. Let me. <laughs> the hell, you're going to give me neighborhoods fourth, and you don't wait, know where the fuck it is. Fourth best beer <laughs> known for sa- beer place in place Detroit. Known, for, known sandwich. for sandwiches. Yep. Place better known for sandwiches. I'm going to call it. Um, southwestern Detroit. Southwestern. Detroit. How about west of the lodge, south of Michigan? West of lodge, south of Michigan. What the? F- not quite Corktown. Not quite Mexican Village. Ah, uh, South Corktown. Is that Menchie's? Mudgies. Mudgies. You are Mudgies. correct. All right. Yeah, cor- see, that's what I was Menchie. thinking. That's what I was thinking too. But I'm like, why is he sticking us in Corktown? But to say Mudgies. 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 Menchie's is uh, ice cream joint. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So. This downtown place has a list that also denotes too limited to list. Too limited to list. So this place is downtown. Downtown. And it has craft beer, but craft. it is it is too limited to list. Like the, the beer is too limited. Correct. On the menu, it says craft beer, too limited to list. Because it's... Eight degrees? Eight negative. degrees isn't downtown. Think about... Eight degrees, uh, cast corridor. No. AKA Midtown. So, as they we're, call so it. We're, we're really okay. All right. So we're really talking. About I downtown. typically don't go downtown a whole hell of a lot um, unless it's maybe to go to Ready Player One. But uh, think of just south. Uh, um, think about the Marshes area. Uh, oof. Think about that half circle right there, like Hard Rock. Punt, no, I mean it's at it's at the half circle, just outside it of it. At it. Or we're talking in the half circle or outside? Inside the half circle. Oh outside. shit! I have no Grand clue. Trunk. That place is chain. No, we are talking Grand, Grand Trunk's outside. Circle. Right and Company. Right and Company. Right. Okay. okay. All right. So never heard of them. Uh, number two, second to best place. This establishment in Bricktown is the oldest continual bar in Detroit. Oldest continual bar in Detroit. Uh, Any out? Is it an Irish bar? Nine. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, I that, see what you did there. That's a clue. German. A little German there. <sighs> Damn. 
Come on. I mean, if that's not the most obvious clue in the world, I'm going to fire all of you. Uh, Jacoby's? There we go. Jacoby's Beer Garden. Uh, the, oh. the nine. Yeah. 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 Right. That play, have you guys been to Jacoby's before? I love it. It is really old. You, it really <laughs> is. It's, uh, it's really good to get drunk and then go to Jacoby's and get like the spetzel. Mm. Covered in gravy because it'll soak up everything that you've got in your body. I, I've gone there when I was in college. I've gone there for lunch a couple times. Didn't the food's dr- good. D- didn't drink just to get food. Oh, and awesome food. All right. Lastly, this is a the biggest downtown uh, a downtown icon and a former Glyph- Griffin Claw namesake, mm. and that you already mentioned earlier. Wait. Repeat that again. A downtown, downtown staple, staple and a former Griffin Claw namesake. Did they have a beer called the Blue Line? That's not a buyer, is it? Negative. It's Grind Line. No. Nope. Grind Line. Ah, thank you. But the, the Grind Line and uh, Mr. Blue Sky. Uh, yeah, we yeah. put those two together. Um, also, a stop on the People Mover, I believe. This is this is a st- stop. Sounds like a stop on the People Mover. Oh. Hop- Hopcat. Just no. Yeah, I take that back. <laughs> All right, the answer is Grand Trunk Pub. Uh, oh, is, oh, is named the best beer bar in the city of Detroit. Really? So, uh, go again. Number one, uh, Grand Trunk. Number two, Jacoby's. Number three, Wright and Co. Number four, Mudgy's Deli. Number five, Body Camp Bonnie's. I have not heard of. Right and go. So I will say Grand Trunk Pub. We need to go there like on Sundays before like Lions home games. Awesome brunch. Awesome uh, Bloody Marys. Uh, pretty pretty cool happening spot on the pregame. So number three is the name that beer. So you guys all have a beer in front of you. I have not had right. this yet. What, what name that beer is this? Oh, uh, this is a craft beer. As as brought to you by. Oh, this is brought to you by, but not purchased as, a tuna liquor in Rochester Hills, <laughs> just south of M59 on Rochester Road. Go out, go say hi to Jack, Gus, and the crew and get the, the best kind of cigars they have. More it's a boys. Cigar. It's a boys. This is a, according to Beer Advocate, a 3.64 out of 5, a 5.5% ABV beer. It says, the rating is, very nice amber. Had this one camping outdoors on a typical Michigan fall day, the warm spice Aromas went well with the hint of chill in the air. Cinnamon, clove, toasty, nutty, malt, and vanilla notes. Caramel and biscuit flavor carries some spice over the tongue. Bright and tasty. One of my favorites from this brewery. Hmm. So as a collective, we get to ask three questions, and then we get to guess what beer we think this is. All right. So typically they like... a real beer? This is a real beer. I mean, we have to guess a real So are we... I mean... So, as a collective, the four of you get to brainstorm. So, so basically, we we get to ask, you know, is this a you know a nationally distributed beer? Is this just a Michigan beer? Um, sometimes, if if we narrow it down that it's a Michigan beer, we try and and this try and, a, and triangulate the area. To and this try. is a Michigan craft. This beer. is a Michigan craft beer. Um, so, typically, if it's a Michigan craft beer, then our first question is kind of. Pretty will pretty much start as to how we separate the state. So I'm trying to think of which direction that I think we should go first. So let's get some thoughts. Do you like the beer? Do you hate the beer? Is it good? Bad? Indifferent? Yeah. Meh? It reminds me of Worcestershire sauce. Oh wow! That's <laughs> oh god! I haven't even sipped this yet. That's I different. Try it. I get a lot of like tamarind. Or something. Patrick, what about you? I you- mean, it's definitely a spiced beer, and uh, I had a bad experience a long time ago, so I. Oh, 
Rob, this is a little bit bit hard on you. I mean, it's not for loco, but you know, it's still his nose isn't bleeding. It's it's pretty <laughs> much. I mean, they they might as well just call this one Randy Watson. Randy, Randy Watson. Watson. It's good and terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> and Nick, your thoughts? Yay, nay, meh. When's the last time you saw Coming to America? Oh God, I'm, it's not, gonna, I'm not gonna answer oh, that. You years. suck. Um, <laughs> it's it's kind of just it's kind of just man. Be honest with you, I'm like it's definitely it's de- I almost get like a Christmas kind of beer out of this one. Okay, but, really? Well, it's a fall beer, so they kind of yeah, yeah, I guess. But but mm. it's just like I don't know. I'm not really getting. I'm not getting a lot out of it. You know, to be honest with you. All right. Like, oh, okay. So underwhelming in all, in all general. It's very. Yeah, I say this is very underwhelming. Yeah, I've been leaning in the neighborhood of one of those uh, the pumpkin beers. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Do you taste any pumpkin in this? I don't think I taste pumpkin, but I can tell that I can taste the pumpkin spice. Okay, really? Would they that. use that kind of spice in like a like a like a winter warmer Christmas ale kind of like yeah, like, mean, a, like a Frankenmuth Christmas town? There's a lot of crossover. I'm not yeah, saying that the cinnamon mm-hmm. and the cloves. Yeah, so you know, I don't get any nutmeg. So yeah, so let's. I don't know. You want to try and just separate it by 96 first, uh, or should we just split it east west by going US 127? Is that? I mean, one twenty-seven goes pretty much right down the middle of the damn state. It does until seven one, but then you have to continue yeah. it up seventy-five because seventy-five. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm. I'm hoping you will. You will throw in that contingency. Just, that, so, that, just so you know. Um, sure. Why not? Go for it. All right. So we'll we'll split it. We'll split it the the long way. So we'll say: uh, Is this brewery? Located east or west of the U- U.S. No, one, it's got to be yes or no. Yeah, it's got to be yes or no. So say, just say yeah, east of whatever. is yes. Is this east of the U.S. one twenty seven seventy five corridor? Uh, it is not east. So so, it so this is west. Side. So we're talking third coast. Um, all right. So we're definitely talking on the west side of the state at this point. So if we're on the west side. That throws in a whole hell of a lot between Grand Rapids, Kazu, Muskegon, Traverse City. Marshall. There's still Marsh, yeah, Marshall. Marshall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grand River. Uh, Grand Haven. I don't think. I mean, pretty much when I think UP, I think Black Rocks, and I don't think this is Black Rocks. So I'll just I'll just say it's it, it, it's keep it lower peninsula. Here, okay, keep it lower peninsula. All right. Okay. All right. Pata- it's Pataski. not Pataski. I've I have a place up there, and I've had everything. It's okay, definitely I'll, not Petoskey. I'll feel dumb if it's Petoskey. Patrick I don't, is I don't really think it not is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess any brewery, brewery suggestions? Because, I mean, obviously if we split this up again by 96, we've only got one question left. And I just, I I have no clue. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, you're, you're, This is not the kind of like style that I would normally gravitate towards either. Exactly. I would be tempted to ask if they have like a certain style that they sell it at like a regular store, like like if they have an IPA at Meyer, because that narrows it down quite a bit. Because mm-hmm. the, the breweries that have an IPA at Meyer, mm-hmm. the problem is I know where he got it because we were in the same store before we got here. Yeah, same <laughs> <laughs> so he was over at Holiday Market, and so I actually after I bought the beer, I made sure that I took the second beer in line and brought it forward so you couldn't accidentally say, oh, there was an indent, so it must have been that one. I purposely made sure I, for the integrity of the game that I was not even going to go over to the single section. I just, I, I turned my back. I even walked backwards just so I wasn't paying attention to what you were doing. Oh um, Alright, so we question number two. 
We know it's we we think we know it's a spiced beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From somewhere west of Michigan. Yeah. Um uh, other thoughts? I mean, I guess I mean we got to I think we got to separate it by 96. Yeah, I think so. And then really just kind of try and narrow a, a certain area with the third uh, question and to make it, the guess. Yeah, is it south of So south? is is this brewery south of I96? It is not. It is not. So now I'm thinking it's it's either Tra- Traverse City. It's you got Traverse City. You got Muskegon. Muskegon. Uh, is it like half of Grand Rapids north of ninety six? Doesn't just um, like how? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. It's it's north of Grand Rapids. All right, okay, all right. So we're it's talking. also north of one ninety six or four ninety six. So Muskegon. What do shorts have around these days? Hmm. Try to be a shorts. Yeah, this, I don't this, know. This is this is a tricky one. This yeah, is who a would, tricky one? Who would do this? <laughs> I mean, shorts has a lot of stuff, so it might not all be your wheelhouse. But uh, mm-hmm. well, what, what kind of breweries do you know that do kind of crazy things? Shorts. Outside. Outside. <laughs> okay. Uh, outside. Okay. Oh. Well, that Touché. one's that one's south of ninety six. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yep, yep, yeah, it is. Okay. So it, mm. it's got. It would be shorts then. Shorts would be the other one that does crazy shit. For is, the most part, with I mean, as much as with as much as they spit out. Right. Right. It would be. It, can you name a brewery in 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 TC that can that does crazy shit? I mean, there's well, there's North. Is it North Peak? North that, Peak. But that's not crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, no. They have their standards. Yeah. And I don't know if they would gravitate towards this style. I, f- I feel that they do a, they do a lot of IPA kind of kind of brews over at North. Well, I mean, if if we want to go with it, we can we can throw out that third question to to ask the brewery, and you know, as, hope, as I mean, if this is a shorts beer. Yeah, because I mean, then then we got the guess, and then you know, if it is shorts, then we yeah. have to guess the beer. If it's not shorts, yeah. then we're we're fine. We're we're kind of <laughs> here. I'll be the I'll be the responsive one and ask the question. Okay. All right. Is this a shorts beer? Wrong. Okay, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I guess I never knew how much you guys leaned on Ken for this one. Oh. Uh, you guys want to take a He's guess? He's so damn good at this. That's why we yeah. lead a Ken. Let's take a desk. Um, that, is, that looks by by that bag. It is looking like a bottle. It is. So. Oh, I just saw the bottle in the damn fridge. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to. Uh, Trunk age looking. Trunk age. Not, <laughs> not shorts north of 96 in a bottle. I don't know. And still west of 127. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. A brewery that does crazy shit all the time. All right. Shoot, is that. Who is it? I, 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 I don't know. I'm a. Yeah, I'm. I. I right brain. brain. Oh, it's going to fall. They put a pig head in a brew kettle. They do crazy shit all the time. Right brain, chubby, chubby squirrel, squirrel, the spiced amber ale. Wow. So we're just going to skip two and three, or three and four, because you guys took so long, and we're just going to run back to our guests. So, there is that, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so 734 Brewing, where can we find you uh, geographically besides Ypsilanti? 15 East Cross in Depot Town. Yeah, so if you take 94, you can take exit 180. Three, I guess. <laughs> Otherwise, get to 94 and then 
take eggs. <laughs> if, if you were at uh, Riverside Park for the Summer Beer Fest. We are right across know, the where's street. Where's the beer? <laughs> yeah. Right across the street. Do you guys have social medias? Oh, we yeah. Do. We're on Facebook, Instagram. At 734 Brewing. Okay. Any events in the near future that you guys are going to be doing? There's one going on tonight. And Latin dancing tomorrow. Latin What? Latin dancing? You got one with that. Wow. With Latin dancing. Truck. Exactly. Latin dancing every Saturday. Live music every Friday and almost every Thursday. So you say Latin dancing and a taco truck? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dude. That's amazing. Matt is there. A real taco truck, by the way. They're good tacos. Okay. It's like, it's I'm like, going to Hipsy tomorrow. <laughs> it's kind of like Vicente's over in downtown Detroit because they, they do the, the the salsa dancing there. That's Cuba though. Okay, that doesn't. Okay, whatever. Not, okay, it's the smile on, dancing. Don't be racist. There's there's not, Caribbean no, and then there's Latin. Turn his mic off. Uh, so anything else that and any reason give it you know a quick plug on why people should drive from Detroit all the way out to seven three four Brewing. You'll make the gas money back and the beer prices. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Three fifty for a craft beer at. 734 Brewing. Patrick, yes. Brian, thank you for both coming out here thank from you. all the way out from Ipsy joining us this evening yes, here. Yes, without a doubt. Thank you for coming really out. really appreciate it. Thanks for having Go us. Go drink the cream ale. Yes. Get, get yeah. the IPA. IPA is really on point. It's it's it, You definitely... It's not intimidating, guys. If no. you're not an IPA person, but you want to try something different, get it. It's not intimidating. Definitely. All right, that is going to wrap it up for episode 152. It's Thank you guys for, for listening. And, <laughs> and Ken, you, it, well, you suck. You know, we got it running. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. He, he runs the <laughs> shit. So definitely check us out on Facebook, Better on Draft, uh, Twitch. Twitter, Twitch. I don't know. No, we're not, we're not, not, we're not, we don't do Twitter. Facebook Live. Bod, Twitter, Bod Podcast on Instagram with Bod Podcast. Obviously, we have our podcast that is up on itunes and spotify and pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts definitely give us a rating and obviously on facebook live you can send us questions and if one of us is fast enough to read it we can even read it on air so that's going to do it thank you guys for for listening thank you to 734 brewing for coming out and no matter what you think of your beer we think it's better, better on, on draft. draft guys have a good night Peace. Peace. <laughs>